Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. Welcome to today's episode and today we're going to talk about titling your artwork. Does it really matter? But before we get on to that, thank you very much to everyone who's been sharing their work with us on social media. There's just so many coming in all the time and we absolutely love seeing what you're doing. A big, big thank you as well to our uh, latest Kofi supporters. Your support helps us massively with the cost and it also shows us that you like what we do and you'd like us to continue. Yeah, and finally, we want to thank our sponsor, Evolve. Now, Evolve can teach you to paint in a realism style to a professional level in a year or less and for a complete fraction of the price of art school. Not only do they provide you all the lessons and the support online, but you also get all the materials you need. Now, if you want to learn more about it, you can watch a free webinar. Now, this is learning material. This is not just selling. And you can go to watch that by going to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash evolve webinar. And if you want to hear more about it as well, you can also listen to our episodes 67 and 73. I went back to watch that webinar again a little while ago. Oh, did you? And I'd forgotten. It's, it's, it's pretty much like a painting lesson, isn't it? It's almost like a yeah. free painting lesson. It's incredible, actually. The, the amount I gained from just that one webinar, I thought was brilliant. Yeah. We've also got a review, which is lovely. We love reviews, so keep them coming in. And it says, entertaining and informative, five stars. This is one of my go-to podcasts. Each episode delivers something different, including gems of inspiration to maintain your creative habit. Their most recent episode was about creative block, which is something that has plagued me recently. Their discussion was honest and real and really hit the spot. They also run a brilliant Facebook group, which is full of different creatives using every medium imaginable. Another source of inspiration that you shouldn't miss. And that's from Jay. And she is aka Roving Jay. So thank you very much, Roving Jay. Yeah, I absolutely love that review. And it, it kind of, it meant a lot, actually, because obviously when I was going through that art block at, at the deepest part of it, um, I was worried about recording a podcast and I was worried about recording that podcast because I thought oh god you know I don't want to bring anyone down and you know we like to be jolly don't we Tara (laughs) so and I was a little bit worried about how it (laughs) I was a little bit worried that whether people would be okay with that but I think it went down really well I think everybody really related to not everyone but I think most people seem to really relate to that one so I'm really glad it helped you Jay I hope um, you're I hope you're over the worst of it now and of all the people that I never thought would go through an art block it would be uh, roving Jay because she's so prolific isn't she <laughs> With her that's sketching. what I was gonna say too yeah um, roving Jay does loads of urban sketching and yeah. just we see so many drawings from her that for her to have a creative block is like oh it does happen to everybody yeah, I think, did she do, she's on Kick 365 as well. That's a hell of a challenge. And I think you, sometimes I think you can create so much that perhaps it can actually drive you into a bit of a wall if you, if you don't, I mean, I, I could only do that Kick 365 if it was a sketching, uh, a very, you know, like a sketching uh, challenge. You Not, did it once, didn't you? I did it with Felicity Fizz. 
with yeah. the little easy, you know, easy peasy, yeah, cartoon. sort of cartoony yeah. things. But it's like anything. I remember you saying, um, Tara, when you did your, uh, what was it, post-it? The 50 post- days? Or, oh. oh, that's it. The 50, no, 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 sorry, not that one. Uh, 100 day project, wasn't it, you did? Oh, a long yes, time ago, yes, and I've you done said that a you hit a bit, times, yeah. yeah, and you said you hit a bit of a wall then because about day ten. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but, it was yeah. about day ten. What about when you did your fifty faces challenge, or yeah. fifty ways to draw a face, or was yeah, it fifty the ways art to... experiment one? Actually, I think it was uh, both the art... of them. Both, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think any way you're you're consistently you, you've like promised yourself you're going to do a drawing a day. I think any of those you get to a certain point you think oh why did I do this but it's almost like I think the athlete thing you know when they hit that wall yeah I think then if you get past that you're okay I mean you are glad it's it's over when it's finished but yeah it's a hard one it is it is um but you'll you'll come out of it I'm sure yeah anyway shall I ask you what is new with you what is new with me I am feeling um I am feeling inspired. I have got a not I haven't got a new painting on the go yet, but I've definitely got a subject in mind. I've been trying. Well, I've been photographing to, like subjects to do, but it's it's finding that one. You know, I've always said, yeah. haven't I? Sometimes the hardest part of doing a painting is getting the right uh, sub, uh, getting the right composition, the right yeah, it's getting it to look exactly like you want. Like I, I can spend hours looking for a face that I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, when, when I do something, sometimes I've got to go out and actually buy something and look for something and whatever. So, but anyway, so yes, I, what I can say is what is new with me is I am certain that I am going to be uh, painting and have one on the go, hopefully within the next week or so, I'd like to think. Yeah. So that'd be good. But meanwhile... Um, it has been my birthday and... Do you I, know, I forgot to say happy birthday to you. How bad oh. am I? I'm really sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. But yeah, I had a birthday and Paul wanted to take me away and um, have a weekend in London. What was really good about it is obviously we did lots of different things. We went to see a show and um, we went out for dinner and things like that. But what was really good was that uh, Paul was first of all dragging me like come on we're going to go into this art gallery <laughs> and at the time I was like no I, I just I, I can't look at art at the moment um, anyone who didn't listen to episode 133 you probably won't know what I'm on about and you'll think why is she doing an art podcast going back go back and have a listen to where I was at the time but yeah I was still not really feeling going into galleries at the time but I went into some galleries with Paul and oh my gosh as soon as I walked into one, I was like yes this is great. I love being in art galleries. So I really enjoyed that feeling of just looking at this art, which was really good sign. And it really pepped me up, really. I thought, oh, you know, I haven't just lost interest. <laughs> it's, it was, it's just this... Um... Were these contemporary art galleries? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, um, there wasn't like the national, of... you know... With the... Oh, God, no. no, I didn't go to any of those, no. Actually, I don't no. necessarily find any of those particularly inspiring because it's not the sort of thing no. I do. But, no, just um, little backstreet galleries, which are fantastic, and then there's one quite real swanky one, um, and it had Christian Hook in there, uh... which I really like, but it also had all sorts of other big names, the Connor Brothers, um and 
Damien Hurst as well. Uh, and but it was quite funny because all those all those different names, you can imagine the different styles they had, you know. Yeah. Um you've got Christian Hook who's you know what his style's like. It's very yeah. it's brilliant. And then you've got uh, the Connor Brothers, which is very much like work, you know, words and almost like pop art. It probably isn't. It's not pop art, but do you know what I mean? It's quite... Yeah, that look. Yeah. Very, very contemporary. It, yeah. And then and then you had this Damien Hirst one. We've talked about this, haven't we? And I, I did make a video on it and I'd said, it, it's not what always What is a about, Damien Hirst one? Well, it, it's called... Oh, it brings us... Well, I, I want to ask what's new with you first, but it, I'll, I'll tell you what the title of this painting was and it was called nice tats <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you can imagine I'm walking around this gallery there's this fantastic art everywhere absolutely amazing art some of it not necessarily to my particular taste but still yeah. nevertheless you know great um art gives you something to think about art that kind of stuff and very very uh, vast differences between one price and another all extremely expensive as you can imagine yeah but of course I'm looking around and you've got these paintings that have taken probably weeks and weeks to do or some of them probably days and days and then you've got this this other one which was a I can only describe it it's, it's a naked woman um yeah. it's only a torso um and it's just done in like probably hb pencil that you'd pick up off of a school kid's desk sort of thing right yeah and it's just like an outline of this woman's body with big boobs one poke in one way one poke in the other way um big nipples and it looked like the head had been cut off but it was just it was just a very 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 simple drawing which i could have done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you could have done and anyone in fact it probably took him five minutes now right. i know we talk about this don't we where we're like oh yeah you can't always say a art oh, takes just oh that could be done in five minutes no this really really would have been done in five minutes yeah anyway this a very simple drawing outline drawing was put in this elaborate frame and the price tag was something like i think it was 17 and a half thousand pounds <laughs> ridiculous isn't it and it's the signature you're not paying for that piece of art what you're paying for is the signature on that piece of art yeah that's the crazy thing about art isn't it but it is what was exciting about it is because i was in there and i was like oh my god and paul was like can you believe the price of this and i'm like it got my um heart going again a bit because i was thinking oh my god this is this is what fascinates me yeah i don't know it it made me feel a bit more like almost yeah yeah not in a bad way but no just just amazing it is that is frustrating isn't it it's frustrating that someone can do something they originally do something you know for shock tactic or something and it get it hits the headlines yeah and then <clears throat> after that basically they could they could wipe their bum on a piece of paper and it'd be worth a fortune yeah. and i remember going to i yes. think it was the royal academy actually with my daughter she took me for mother's day once and there was a painting there, and it was called My Dead Mother, I think it was. Oh, and this, this artist had painted her dead mother. Um, and I just thought, I'd, I thought that was very... And to have that in a gallery and to be, I presume, making money out of that. And that was a shock tactic, for sure. Absolutely. Because yeah, it wasn't definitely. a pleasant painting to look at 
it was very horrible, saddening yeah. sort of sight. And I don't know if that's how I'd want to get known. <laughs> Do you know what no, I mean? it's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, but then that you know that person will be a very rich and famous, well-known artist. I'm sure yeah. because they do that. But I'm just I'm just not willing to do that myself. But yeah, but anyway, no, go, going back to that, yeah, it. nice nice tats he called it, which I thought was quite amusing. But very big price tag and very big tats as well. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, were you testing me though? To said I'm at the easel. What do you mean? One day you texted me. Oh, yes, I did. Yes. So that was when, you know, I'd said I'd taken that painting down off of the website because I wasn't happy with it. It was the last oh, one yes. I did. So I turned it around um, and I decided I would just, do you know what? I'm going to work on it a little bit more. And I did. And I, it's definitely in that session. In fact, I did another session after that. I definitely feel like it, it, it turned a corner. I haven't done any more to it than that. because, And that's not because I haven't wanted to. It's literally because... That birthday weekend that I did the weekend before my birthday was three days. And then last weekend was my birthday. So I had people coming over and we were out and doing things. So I haven't had a lot of time to actually do any more to it. But I, the good thing was I did text you and I said, oh, my God, Tara, I'm actually at the easel with a brush in my hand. And you were like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have been back at the easel. I just can't wait to start something new, though, because good. Yeah, working on something old is a bit... I don't know. I don't like it as much. I think they'll, if I don't get it how I want it in the next couple of sessions, I probably will just destroy it. We'll see. We'll see. Well, yeah, paint anyway. over the top of it. Do, you know, do what I've done where you turn it upside down and paint something new. Mm, don't, I couldn't really do that because the way it's layered and the way that the oh, medium, right. you have to... I'd have to do... No, I don't think Could that would work. Could you paint something for fun on top of it? I could do that. I yeah. probably I probably won't. Oh. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. You know, you wanted to paint one of those um, uh, paintings where you do blind contour. Could you do that just for fun in oils? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You won't, I know. Well, I don't know. As you're saying it, I'm thinking... Mm. Oh, I know what else I've got to ask you before we go on. Yes, um, I did. I... Oh, yay! <laughs> I, I give you a challenge, didn't I, last time? And that was to, I can't remember, it's email somewhere, and I can't remember where it was. The winery. <laughs> That's it, the winery. Yes, I so did. you emailed them. And, and they emailed me back and said, oh, I'm so sorry, but the person you need to speak to about this is currently away on holiday until the 1st of June. <laughs> oh, right, okay. If anyone who didn't know, it was to, um, you were going to have a, an exhibition, weren't you, at the winery. They asked you ages ago and you hadn't really followed it up. Yeah, they they did because at the time I didn't have enough sort of paintings um, of that subject to really make it um, to fill the walls, if you like. And I I know I have now. Yeah. So yeah, Tara said you need to follow it up. So I actually did. Which yeah, yeah. You? What's going on with you? So I had some paintings in a summer exhibition at there's a, a gallery in not the town nearest me, the next town. And it was just like an open exhibition so anybody could, you know, put work in. So we went over to the opening night, which was on Friday, Friday evening. We just popped over. But to be honest, it was like we didn't really know who was hosting because it didn't seem to be. I'm sure there was because we did briefly meet the people. But, you know, when it, it you kind of they got wine and stuff, but there was no one giving you wine. And do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So either they were busy with somebody 
or I don't know, or somebody just wasn't kind of handling it, if you know what I mean. Can I ask you, did you have to pay to be in the exhibition? No. You didn't? Oh, that's good. Oh, well, hang on. I had to pay to, you had to pay, it's a non-profit, mm. this, this company. Uh, it, and you had to pay, like, a small entry fee. You know how you pay entry fees for sort of competitions? Yeah. But it was something like 10 or 15 pound. Right. And basically, I think that's just to cover buying the wine. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So did anyone um, sell so anything? Yeah, it's just this... Uh, well, I don't know. Not not that I know of. We only stayed about mm. 10, 15 minutes. Right. Because it was very, it was quite small, the actual gallery. So it doesn't t- take long to go around. We didn't really know anybody. <laughs> Do you know? It's one of those. Yeah. Don't right. know and anybody. How, how many paintings did you put in there? I put three in. So yeah. one was one was in the window, which was nice. Oh, great. And then uh, the other two were sort of further in. Mm. But there was a real mix. So... There was anything from some who are very, very amateur yeah. to some who were, you know, obviously sold work, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And how, but long, I mean, how long do you get to keep them in there? Are they still there now? Yeah, they're still there now. And I think they're in there for another couple of weeks or something. Oh, that's good. I think so. I thought, well, it can't hurt, can it? it you know, it's it's not expensive to put it in. Um, they show a variety of work and it's in there for a few weeks and it's right in, it's in the town centre, this mm. little gallery. So, yeah. you know, it's no no harm. Well, the more you That's can get something out there, the better. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not going to sell when it's stuck under your bed, is it? It's... No, and also it's like that's something you can put on your website was exhibited in the summer, you know. Yeah. Summer exhibition or whatever. So, yeah, I did that. And then I've also been painting a lot more again i'm totally totally addicted i keep saying this to those posca mop markers absolutely love them they really give you the drips and stuff okay and And this uh, is basically like a pen full of paint isn't it that you squeeze am i right it's it's like a marker but it has Mm. more you know a roll-on deodorant yeah yeah but the roll-on bit is sponge yeah 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 so that's what it's like so when you press down you can either get it to go really smooth or you can sort of press it a bit more and then it'll like go drippy it's it's kind of a graffiti type tool yeah really mm. um graffiti artists would use that sort of thing and then i've been i've been playing with canvas look you know i used to hate canvas yeah so I've been playing with canvas and canvas board. And actually, yesterday I did to- something totally different. I don't know if you pro- you probably didn't see it on Instagram. But I had this real urge at the weekend to paint a city street scene. Really? That's not I like know. you. I mean, it's I like know. me saying I want to paint a building or a landscape. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, like, it's funny because we have this picture on our wall. I probably said before, it's um, we've got a limited edition print, but it's like a canvas um, right. And it's of a New York street scene, but it's really loose and kind of got sort of dripped paint and stuff like that. We both mm. really love it. And I, for some reason, I thought, do you know what? I really fancy painting probably a night scene. But so I, so I did that yesterday. And I keep looking at it and think, I don't know if I like it or I don't know if I like it oh, or not. I'm going to have to go on Instagram and have a look at that. Yeah, because... Yeah. I yeah oh that's amazing so maybe you're going to start looking at other subjects no no you don't (laughs) no no No, probably not it was probably who who knows although I did actually think 
I kind of like elements of it. And maybe yeah. there's a way of kind of combining it somehow or just putting some of the look of yeah. this into that, into my faces. But yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just, you need to challenge yourself. You have this idea in your head mm. and you have to do it just to see if you can do it. Yeah. It was one but of But maybe sometimes you can't do it the first time, but you can the second. Do you know what I mean? No, because I, <laughs> I probably wouldn't do it a second. But it was just like, yeah, was, in my head, I, I have scratch. to try it. Yeah. 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 Go on, I've sorry, you're going to say something. Yeah, I've always wondered whether you would do well with a spray can. You know, oh, I would wall. love that. I bet you'd yeah, make an amazing graffiti artist. You should try it on canvas. Do some do some graffiti style on canvas, see what happens. Get some spray paints. Well, yeah, but the problem is it's so toxic. That is the problem. You'd have to do it outside with a mask on. That yeah, is and I've got yeah. nowhere outside, really, because mm. we've got, like, this... We've got fake grass, so I don't want it on there. <laughs> Uh, and then there's not much, not much because obviously it's permanent. If it's your normal like, grass, yeah. it'll grow out, won't it? But yeah. then we've got like um, we haven't really got. There's no space to do it. I'd need a studio and I'd need a mask. So mm. yeah, I've I've seen. There's a guy I love, and I want. I can't remember his name now, but I watch him on Instagram, and he's doing spray paint, and they're absolutely amazing. And I would love to have a go, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I see people working with acrylics, and they use like an air. Um, is it an air gun or something? Airbrush. <clears throat> airbrush, that's right. And you can get the, oh, the subtlety that you can get with an airbrush looks divine. It really does. I'm like, oh, God, imagine the shadows you can create with that and the just the the gradation you can get from one of those. But I would, yeah. I don't like the idea, even in a studio environment, um, with a mask on because... Ultimately, it's still flying around the air, and you, you know, when you take your mask off, isn't it, for quite some time? So, I just don't think, I, you know, some people, some weird people, I bet you're one of these people who likes um, oh. the smell of um, Sharpie pens and petrol and all that sort of stuff. There are some people that Not enjoy that smell. Yeah. No, there yeah. are some people, though, aren't they? And I hate it, yeah. it just instantly gives me a headache. So, I think anything like that wouldn't be good for me to use. I think if you're going to do something like that, you really need, like, you've got a studio, but you've got, like, a nice house studio, yeah, Yeah, is what I would call it, Yeah, from what I've seen. Whereas you really need one of those studios that's more or less like a concrete floor. Yeah. And, you know, just white brick walls. That's the sort of studio you need for doing stuff like that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, An extractor, some sort of extractor as well. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, should we move on to our proper chat now? I think we should. We should have probably gone straight in from nice tats. <laughs> we should have done, yeah. Because <laughs> we're talking about titling and, and whether or not it's it's actually important to title a painting or not. You know, does it actually matter what it's called or is it okay to just call an egg an egg? What are your thoughts on it, Tara? Because well, we haven't is... spoken about this previously, so I, no. I kind of don't really know what your thoughts are on it. I know what mine are, but that's it. Yeah, well, it's funny because until a few years ago, I'd have thought it doesn't matter at all. I I really didn't think it had any relevance what something was called. And then a couple of things happened. Um, One was I saw an artist online talk about how, how really important it is and how people have bought her work because of the title. I'm sure it wasn't solely because of the title, but the title obviously meant something to them. And so it was that little extra push. 
that got them to got, get their wallet out. Yeah. And then when I started doing the NFTs, not when I started, but after I've been doing it a little while, someone bought one of my NFTs and she bought it because of the title. Which because was? Because the title I, it was something like Heartbroken. And I oh. think she was really, she was heartbroken at the right. time. And so she bought it because she liked the title or because it meant something to her. But I say, to me, for me, if I was going to buy a painting, I wouldn't care what the title was. I mean, it might make me smile if it was something, do you know what I mean, a bit quirky or funny. Yeah. Like nice, nice tats, say, for example. Yeah. But I wouldn't, it'd be more, it'd be, it'd be the visual thing that drew me to it. What about you? I find that if I'm in a gallery and I'm walking around and I see an amazing painting and then I look at the little plaque on the side and wonder what it's called and it says untitled, I feel cheated. <laughs> I no, think, gosh, I they're, that, they're that creative. They can create a painting like that, but they can't even think of a title. It's like an unfinished painting if a t- if a painting isn't titled to me it's not finished that 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 artist has not given it's like having a baby and not giving it a name uh, to me you who would do that <laughs> you can't call a baby baby for the rest of its life i find it i feel so strongly about this and i can't i can't tell you how how annoyed it it makes me and if i saw a painting i loved that was untitled out of just pure furiosity i would not buy it because i furiosity. think you cannot <laughs> i've just made that up <laughs> you can have that one for free out, out of absolute annoyance that that artist could not be asked to give it a title that would really annoy me and i'll go i'm not going to buy that but let, let can't me even be bothered to this. title it here's a different way of thinking about that maybe that artist, it wasn't that like they couldn't be bothered to think about it. Maybe they thought, I don't want to put the thoughts in the other person's head. They want you to draw your own conclusions. Well, then they should have called it, what's your title? <laughs> no, they shouldn't. I, <laughs> yes, they should. Wrong. If, you, if you like the picture, who cares what it's called? We're going to have a full-on so argument do you, do you, about this. Do you care what, what a film, say a film on TV? I mean, the only, the only reason I'd care what a film, film on TV was called, because I guess it might, it might be like a book cover where it would intrigue you to watch the film, but that's because you can't see the film first. With but it gives art, you an idea of what it's about. I mean, who would watch a film that's called Untitled? No, but that's because you can't see the film first. With well, a painting, it's there in front of you. You've seen it. So You've seen it, but you kind of want to get into the artist's head a bit. Don't you think you want to get into the artist's head a bit, though? And that gives it you depends. Go on. It depends. Surely it depends. So, yes, if it's got this big concept and the artist is trying to tell you something through this big concept and it's not obvious, then maybe a title would help. Because, it, you know, it says, this is what I'm trying to say through this painting. But if it's a bowl of fruit, yeah? Yeah. It's blooming obvious it's a bowl of fruit. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter, does it? You could call it a bowl of fruit and that's fine. No, it's not. That's even worse. Yes, it is. That is even worse than untitled. <laughs> I find no. that absolutely... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
Oh, God, what's Bananas. the word? Bananas. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how stupid do you think I am? I know it's a bowl of fruit. If I see something that says, so if I see a painting of an egg. Untitled. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather untitled than that. It's like, if I see, if I see a painting and it's called, um, I don't know, it's a painting of a, say it's a painting of an egg and it's called yeah. Still Life of an Egg. Well, yeah, I, I can see that. You know, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I just find it so annoying. I, d- I don't know why I feel so frustrated by this, but I feel like it's, it's just that... Fu- it's I, like, um, I know why. Go on. You feel frustrated because you love titling. I do. It's like the most creative part of it for me is the title. It's not the, the most, but it's, it's the thing that... I don't know. It's just that final thing. It's like um, it's like a runner getting all the way to the finish line, and then two foot before the end, he veers off and decides to. Oh, that'll do. I, I'm virtually there. I'm, I'm virtually done. No. Yeah. We're, do you think it's because right? So do you think if you painted more abstractly, maybe you wouldn't need the title? I, I still would absolutely want a title, abstract, even if it was a plain yeah. rectangle, <laughs> like a Rothko, I'd still have to, there'd be something that would have made me make that painting and something would, would you know, it doesn't even have to be a title that's, I mean, I hate obvious titles. I absolutely don't like obvious titles. And like I said, I'd rather an untitled painting than one that's obvious. I mean, there was silly things like, um, like you say, I, I like making titles. I, I like thinking them up. And there was, I'm trying to think, there was a marble painting I made once. And yeah, for this is a good example, actually. I could have, I could have called it Still Life of Marbles or A Collection of Marbles or something like that. But I called it Roller Disco. And I called it Roller Disco because they looked, they had that kind of feel that they were rolling and they had an awful lot of play, you know, the play of light that was shining through them was creating all of these different shards of light, which reminded me of a bit like you're in a disco and you've got the disco balls sort of, and it just, it just seemed like, well, Roller Disco because they roll and the, the disco because of the lights, it kind of made me think of that. Now, that to me is a much more interesting... If I was going to see that and it was someone else's painting in a gallery and I'd look at the title and go, oh, that's a cool name. Because it would be a bit... um, It wouldn't be too obvious. Do you know what I mean? But you'd also know why it was called what it was. And... Yeah. um, My raw egg. The raw egg, you know, I I painted like a, um, a cracked raw egg. And I could have gone, still life of a raw egg, or a raw egg, or an egg, or whatever, or untitled. But I called it your place or mine, because it kind of like, you know, it's a bit like, how do you like your eggs in the morning? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, are we going back to your place, or are you going back to my place? It's just something different, and it makes it makes people sort of think a little bit sometimes. For instance, your place or mine, it might not be immediately obvious and you go, oh, yeah, I get it. It's sort of thought-provoking. Sometimes they can be really 
something that um, isn't immediately obvious why it's called that, and it make it gives the the viewer that um, fun of thinking, oh, why have they called it that? You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I, I saw. I know why you're, you're trying to build this extra layer of story in, but when you mm. painted it, and when you when you first you you've set this still life up, what are you thinking? I'm going to do this because this is about someone who stayed overnight at someone's house. You you weren't, <laughs> were you? Well, no, but so but this yeah, is what see? makes me. It's like when I did a what else did I do? A man holding a glass of whiskey and you could just see the hand against a really dark background and and I called it I think I called it that one comfortably numb and um and to me as I was painting it I was thinking I had all these sorts of these real stories in my head thinking oh you know it's this man is obviously at a bar and there's another one called after dark I think it was called after dark uh, I think I did a similar one, medicinal purposes. So there's all these different things. But this particular one, as I was doing it, I remember thinking of this guy at a bar um, after dark, but he was, I was thinking, like, who's he meeting? Is it, you know, is it sinister? Or is it, um, is he having, is he meeting someone he shouldn't be? And all these sort of things going in my head. Or maybe he's just behind a bar feeling really pissed off. <laughs> and this is making him feel better. And I, in the end, I called it comfortably numb because throughout the painting, I had this narrative going on in my head. And the whole story had, the whole story had unfolded in my head of this man and what he was doing at this bar. Now I can't call I can't write a story about the painting but I can come to the conclusion that in the end he was comfortably numb and that was I found that as fun as making the painting itself do you know what I mean Yeah now so I wonder is the is it for you then or is it for the viewer I, cause I think I, it's for both I think it's for both Yeah Well I think I think that it's just a case that some people it matters to them and some it doesn't. Like for me, like we went when we ran around this gallery having a look at the paintings on Friday. Yeah. I didn't I didn't take notice of any tiles. No. I just looked at the work and thought, do I like it? Do I not like it? I, I, I mean? feel that most people listening to this podcast will agree with you above me. I do. I don't know. I don't think so. I think there'll be a mix. I think there'll probably be a 50-50 split. Do you? I, I, I now would... I sometimes get ideas for titles now, but I probably it's more because I feel that they need a title. It needs something now to go on my website. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And because <clears throat> it can mean something for someone else. It doesn't always sense. have to have a meaning. I mean, I don't I'm not going deep here. Sometimes yeah, things do have meaning. I mean, there was one I'm trying to... I'm actually going to go on my website quickly because there was one I did. Um, I can't remember what it was. It was the, the man holding the, the match. Um, now, there was a meaning behind that painting, but I didn't actually divulge that meaning within the title. I just ended up calling it light-fingered because it's only his fingers that showed in the painting. Um, but the meaning behind that one was very different than the actual title. You don't have to make something deep. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. Because, I mean, I've titled things things almost for fun. So, like, I have a, a, some of my older works, you know, the doodly faces. Yeah. 
the doodly type ones. I have one of those called, excuse me, there's a dog on my head. So I, I like, love that. See, I think that's I ha- funny. And then I have another one that's called ship, S-H-I-P, ship-faced. <laughs> I remember that one, yeah. And, and that's there to amuse use me, really. It's, it's to amuse me. And if someone else sees it, it might amuse them. But it, it's not, it, it doesn't matter that much. I I prefer the funny ones than the th- than the ones or the thought provoking ones than I do the deep ones with you know like say heartbroken or something like that. I I prefer something that makes me laugh. I mean, I remember once I painted and um just it was just an apple and the only reason I wanted to paint the apple is because um I just really had a thing about drawing the skin of fruit for a while and I, I remember I did one which was an apple, one was a pear. And I can't remember the other one because it was so long ago. But anyway, the apple was just literally an apple sitting on its own. And I called it not a banana because I just, it was my way of saying, well, it's, obviously it's an apple. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to call it still life and an apple. It, I, I called it not a banana. And, and I, it, for me, that was something that I found amusing because it, it was my way of taking the mickey really and saying... You know, well, obviously obvious. it's an apple. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So thinking outside of the box, I think, is definitely yeah, I mean, I mean, I, a fun thing I, to do. I, I definitely think that having an interesting title, even though they don't matter much to me, can help market your work. Because yeah. you kind of got, I was going to say, you've kind of got nothing to lose, but you have got something to lose. Because so if you give it a title, the only, the only trouble is if it makes it mean something to someone that they don't like. Do you know what I mean? So in, oh, most, yes. most, yeah. in most senses, it's really good because it's like, oh, that adds an extra layer of interest to the piece. So that might help market it. But say you had this picture and it, really looked serene and beautiful and calm yeah and but then you put a title that almost meant like after the murder <laughs> do you know what I mean I don't <laughs> yeah. mean that but that's to that's two extremes but you know what I mean yeah but someone's like oh I really like that but after the murder, no I don't want it now <laughs> I think because play- it might then think oh yeah, I think it's a good idea not to make it too specific and make it a bit more um work for most people rather than like you say you, if you, do, you don't want it to sound sinister because somebody like me will go along and or not me but you, you want it to um be a title that's clever enough that it's it can mean maybe more than one thing that's probably a good way of doing it if you can so rather than yeah. after the murder what? then if here's a little thing yeah. for you because you're <laughs> so clever like this if if you'd had drawn a tranquil, peaceful painting yeah. and um, it was about after the murder, how yeah. how would you change that title to be more, um, suit more people then? But mean sort of a similar thing. In your mind, it means what it means, but to someone else it might not. They could make it something else. Well, it could say new beginnings because the person that's murdered... The person yeah. really hated them, so now they can get on with their life because they've gone. <laughs> or it could be the morning after. Or... Yeah, it could be. See, yeah. see, that's the sort of thing. But in the artist's mind, they're thinking of this body buried under the undergrowth. Yeah. 
but they're not calling it that. They know what it means, but the, but they're giving it a title that perhaps nobody else would feel weird about. <laughs> but again, yeah, it's a title. Maybe, yeah, but as I say, I, I say I would always give something a title purely for you know the selling reason, I yeah. guess, rather than it means anything to me. And but one thing I did wonder is I wonder if it ever sways judges' opinions on pieces of work when you enter a competition. I don't know. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, or do they get to see the titles or not? I wonder if it does, you know, and I, I'll tell you why. I think... As in you're saying it doesn't or it does? No, I think it probably could sway a judge. And I think right. the reason I think that is because if they could meet the artists and not see the paintings and only go by the person, yeah, they would probably um, pick the person who had the personality or made them laugh or whatever yeah. or made them think about yeah. things or the most interesting person or whatever, right? So if you look at yeah. the, the paintings those people painted and look at those paintings as people... You've only got well. Obviously, you've got the work, but if you're if you had four pieces of work of equal um, talent, yeah, equally skilled, and they liked equally, but one had a quirky title that made them laugh, or was thought provoking and made them think, "Oh God, that title is really wow." You know, they're going to go for that painting, aren't they? They're not going to go for the three paintings that were untitled or. Um, landscape of blah 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 they're going to go for the one that had the title and made them think or made them laugh yeah it probably would yeah so yes I do whether or not they know it or not I think that I think it does make a difference and someone who's probably judging an art competition is probably a little bit more artsy fartsy in general (laughs) so they might be more (laughs) interested in titles I, I, I find, think. I, do you know, and the other thing is, I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong here at all. Well, there isn't it, a right and wrong. No, there isn't. Of course there's not. But I think, I think the other reason why I enjoy titling a painting so much is because I actually love writing. And I think if, if I could turn the clock back and have been anything in my life, I'd love to have been a writer. And maybe that's part of You can still be a writer. No, no one's going to buy it. Of course you can. Right. <laughs> well, it depends what you mean, writing novels or... Anything. I love, I just love writing. I mean, if somebody could say to me, can you taste this piece of food and write an article on it? Oh my gosh, that would be you my... Could easily do that. Oh, now. no. What, and get paid for it? No. Yes. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, anyone, anyone listening who wants to pay for pay me to do some writing, oh my gosh, that's my dream job. I'd Look, love to I've do that. If I've been paid to write, you can get paid to write. <laughs> well, I, I just, I just, you know what? I just love thinking about. Um... You have been paid to write. I've just realised. When we've written for um, Leisure Painter. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, paid to write as in regularly paid. If to you write. wanted to do it, you could do it. You know, paint uh, writing an article for a magazine every week. Oh my gosh, I'd love that. I'd love that. Just but I just it. love words. I love words, and and I think that's maybe why a title of a painting means so much to me. It's like, well, hang on a minute. This is the bit where you you have words. You 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 know, and then don't get me wrong. If you went on my art page, you wouldn't go, oh my god, that's an amazing painting. Oh my god, that's an amazing. Uh, 
a painting. I mean, title, that's an amazing title. It's not, it's, but it is a title and it is, I mean, my Coke can. Um, okay, I've done a crushed Coke can. That's probably one of my favourite paintings I've done. Um, and it's called Crushed because basically it is crushed. And But there's, there was more meaning to that painting. There was a lot of meaning behind that painting. It's not just the word. So sometimes you can look at, you can title something one word and it might just look like it means crushed. The painting is crushed. But actually there's a lot more meaning behind what was happening at that point than what was that that you see as the viewer and that's what I like about it you kind of I like titling things when you're you know you wonder if the viewer is going to think enough about it and deeply enough about it they might think oh I wonder what that I wonder if that that actually means I made a painting during lockdown um during lockdown or and I think that's when I did my first wine bottle paintings actually because one of them um, was called making light of it and because at the time I was making light of it of it of lockdown it was giving me a lot more time to paint and the painting was a bottle all the bottles the wine bottles covered in fairy lights so initially you might think that title just means oh making light of it okay you're making lights out of a wine bottle by putting fairy lights around it but the actual meaning of it is I was making light of lockdown when covid was at at, at its worst and you know seeing a way of making things you know the best of positive making something positive out of an awful situation so (laughs) do you know what I mean um, yeah, I, I I suppose that's what I like about. <clears throat> um, I mean, I did I did one risky business that was the cigar and the the poker the poker game and the rum, and I guess you know it's a risky business if you drink too much and you gamble. <laughs> it's risky business, but do you know what that that painting sold within about two minutes of me putting on the website I never saw that I never saw that again but I wonder if that was the title or if that was just someone loved the painting I think that was someone just loved the painting yeah yes because yeah because it was not I, someone you knew no. no 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 that was I put it on Instagram and I got a message on Instagram I'd only had it up two minutes and said I really want that painting how much and I was like oh it's blah 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 you'll find it here and it yeah. was gone it was bought and I was like my god that's the fastest I've ever sold a painting and it was basically, That's yeah, it was, um, you can see it on my yeah. website. If anyone wants to see it, if you go on my website and you go on the paintings, the sold section, SandraBusbyArt.com, it's on Sandra, there. Yeah, and you'll you'll see some of the titles I've used. And um, it's it's the one of the the rum, the glass of rum, the um, the cards and Plain the cigar, cards. the cigar. It's just, it's. I mean, I could have just called that, I could have called that so many different things, I think. But there's always there's generally a reason behind my titles, and I think that's why I love doing it so much because it's all it's not just about what the viewer sees; it's what they see and what it actually is. Do you think as well? It's nice when you get something that makes you think about things. So paintings themselves, it's great. Well, when I you... see somebody else's work, you mean? Well, and also when you're painting it yourself. So sometimes you you paint something, and yeah. It, it, you must be thinking of a specific thing at the time or you're, there's a reason why you've done it this way or maybe it's to do with how you're feeling at the time or maybe 
or or are you not that deep? <laughs> Quite often I'm not that deep. But so sometimes as I'm in, titles do come to me. But mm. I, I am generally not that deep. Sometimes no. it, cause, because for me, quite often, uh, like I said before, it is like meeting that new person. It is, it is like you're painting this thing. It's like, oh, it's really exciting when this new person appears on yeah. the page. Um, but it's not deep in general. And I don't want it to be deep in general because it's about losing yourself. Yeah, it is about losing yourself, yeah. Yeah, so I don't want to be losing myself thinking something really heavy and deep in general, but I will say, say for example, I've got one that I painted on a canvas board. Do you know, I've had this canvas, I reckon I've had that canvas board about 35 years. Really? (laughs) Yeah, right, and it all sealed up, still in its cellophane, and I I opened it and I thought, what could I do on there? And as I was... But as I was doing it, I was like thinking chaotic mind. And that is what I'm going to call that piece. Yeah. But it was almost like, because I think that is what my mind is like sometimes, completely chaotic. Yeah. Because I've got ideas fizzing around. But it's probably no deeper than that. And I don't want it to be too deep. I remember when you did a series, your first series in your new style where, or the first series you did where, everyone's eye had one eye bigger than the other that was coming off their side of their face it was kind of like almost like your signature thing to do and you did a, and you did a first series do you remember one where they had the character previous collection where they had characters around them yeah like their you mean eyes old style yeah so they had the like, old style yeah so they had a big eye and then they but they would always have a the eye would be some sort of character as well yeah yeah and I thought, God, you know, I know if I had a collection, if I did that and that was a, my collection, yeah. I'd have had that collection and I'd yeah. have called it something. And I would have called it eye candy because my uh, initial reaction would be like to the eye and what's going on around the eye and the characters. And so I'd have called that, that collection eye candy. <laughs> and well, you, so you I loved named it. that collection. Did I? What would I have done? Yeah, I? it wasn't eye candy, yeah. Because I said, what can I call these? Yeah. And as a collection. And yeah, you well, named it uh, uh, Behind Your Eyes or something like that. I can't remember. It's something. So maybe we should go up, because you love coming up with title ideas, and I've got a few ideas for this as well. Maybe we should go into how to come up with title ideas. Yes. You'd be better at that than me, because I come up with the title ideas generally because of the narrative that has brought me to it while I've been painting. So I'll have maybe a few weeks over a painting and somehow I end up doing a narrative inside my head of to what's going on or what's going on around me at the time. But you, you do it a much more direct way. You'll do it like a mind map and stuff like that. So I'd love to know no, how you... No, no, not necessarily. But I was just thinking when you said that, actually, this does make complete sense. Is one of the reasons you probably find titling much easier than me yeah is because you spend so long on a piece maybe so you're probably more absorbed in that piece because i can paint a piece you know in hours whereas yours is like days so i i'm only in that piece for that time whereas you're sitting there as you're painting you're thinking about and yours is probably more meditative whereas mine is more throw up on the canvas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, now, Tara, you know, if you did that, you'd probably make yeah. a fortune in a I'll modern gallery. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Mine is like, get it out there. 
It's yeah. like I like the energy of speed. Yeah, I love yes. the energy of speed. And it's like a real, it is like just literally pour everything into it. Whereas you're more meditative, thoughtful. So while you're doing this meditative stuff, all these different ideas will be popping in your head. Yeah. And you've got more time for those ideas to pop in your head. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I do get titles appear in my head as I go along, but not always. Like I've got, so Chaotic Mind, that idea appeared in my head. You know, it's not that original, but it was what, came into my head but I've got a few other pieces sitting here and they haven't got titles yet they'll have to if I decide to put them on my website I'll send, a couple, to, send a couple to me I'll, I'll, I'll give you some ideas okay but I'll tell you so one thing I do you could do and this is kind of what you were saying I don't do this so much anymore but I used to is is you can go to a site like rhyme zone which is a bit of a brainstorming one but rhyme zone there you can put you can put in words, a word or whatever, and it'll give you rhymes or it'll give you metaphors or phrases based on that. So that's one idea to do it. Um, should I give you another one or do you want to? No, you carry on. You're better at this bit than me. Okay, so you can think about different words that are related to things like the colour or the mood of the painting. So, so one thing I've been sort of doing is like, say it's a yellow Instead of it being yellow, maybe it could be lemon or golden, and that will give you ideas. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I know that's of, kind of. Yeah. So you're yeah, saying it's a bit like wordplay, isn't it? So think of yeah. different ways to describe something other than the obvious. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I mean it doesn't even have to be that far off. But sometimes, say for example, I've got a painting of a face, and and it's she's kind of, I guess she's smirking a little bit. And um, and I've called it Lemon Heaven, which is a bit naff, but <laughs> it's just that instead of being yellow, it's and she kind of looks a bit otherworldly. Right. Um, do you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. changing it that way. But one of the best ways now for me, you'll hate this. Go Guess on. what I'm going to say? How I title some paintings. <sighs> Please don't say AI. Yes. Oh yes. no, Tara, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so AI is is like is like I'm sitting there chatting to someone because it is like a chatbot. So I use ChatGPT. Sometimes. Do you pay for this? Sometimes, no, free. Because there is I a was paid on version, AI and I did research because we did a um, we did a um, uh, an episode on AI, didn't we? And I used I think it was ChatGPT or something to yeah. to do research and try different things um, to see what they would yeah. come up with. And um, then it said you've run out of you've run out of goes basically, a bit like you've used up oh, your. No, I'm I'm still using it. Oh, yeah. But just, there's a, there's a plus version. There's a you can pay for it. It's just mm. a quicker. Oh, I wouldn't want to pay. Oh God, no. <laughs> it's got a quicker. Well, I would if. Um, mm. Yeah. Basically, what I do is like so. Imagine like I was sitting with you, say, and I, I was trying to come up with ideas. I use it kind of, kind of like a brainstorming tool, and I'll say to it, "I've got this painting. It's an abstract face. It's using a lot of red, and I was, I think it kind of portrays this. You know, I might say she looks sad, or it's kind of chaos, and I go, can you help me come up with some names?" And then it will start coming up with some and go, oh, I'm rubbish. But a few, I think, oh, I quite like that. And I know I might say, 
can you come up with some more names revolving around this idea? And then I might put bits together or I might use part of theirs and I'll add something to it. Yeah. If you're not somebody who enjoys titling paintings and you, you find it hard to come up with ideas, I think that that's when I think that's a very handy tool, isn't it? Yeah. What is there another way that you would use then other than those two? Well, no, but I was just going to say about AI. I mean, I think, think about AI, like, so you'd be quite prepared to go to a website that had a thesaurus on it, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. something that gave you other keywords. So I would just say think of AI almost like that. It's a tool that you're using to give you ideas. So it doesn't have to be this big sinister thing. No. I I know now they're saying it's going to take over the world. But at the moment, yeah, it, it's I, not. I, I see now. The thing is, um, for instance, if I was getting a newsletter every week from someone arty, I sign up for a few, and yeah. those people are writing me a newsletter or writing a newsletter and sending it out, and they've written it. I'm unhappy. I want to read that. If I thought for one minute that that person had gone to AI and put write a newsletter talking about i've done this painting and da 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 and then they've sent me what ai has come up with i would i would instantly sign off from that i wouldn't want to know because it's not come from the artist it's not come from them it's just it's they've they've not used they haven't spoken to me in their own words at all very different than titling a painting obviously getting ideas is one thing the, what I don't like about AI is if, if you're getting something you think from someone and it's really not, they've just got a robot to do it for them. It means nothing then. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. getting a love letter from your husband who's gone on to AI and said, write my lo- wife a love letter. It would mean diddly squat, uh, It depends it? what you're using it for. Yeah, it depends what you're using it for. And if, if you were using it for, like, I'll go on and I'll, I'll say, I've written this newsletter, can you correct my grammar? That's totally Please. different totally different yeah or yeah. i might actually say i've got to write about this how what could i talk about and then it'll give me suggestions and then i'll write about them so that's a very different way of using it and a very, that's, yeah. that's the right way to use it i think that's what makes ai that's the good thing about ai i don't like where it might be going yeah. and how much people will lean on that and then you don't know whether you're actually talking to a person or not that's what i don't like but like i say if you want to talk about if you want to hear us talking about ai go back and listen to i don't know what episode it was now actually but we did talk about that didn't we it was very interesting yeah, we'll shut actually, up about ai now but we will yeah because we've we've already spoken about that but yeah. have you got any other thoughts on titles or you think we're done yes one more one okay. more and that is obviously because if like we tend to be solitary creatures in i think in the most part don't we yeah. artists yeah especially when we're working and you don't necessarily have people around you that you can bounce that many ideas about. So I think social media is another really interesting way to come up with title ideas. And I've done this before. And also what it does is it gets people talking and talking to you and talking about your work. It kind of involves your audience. So I think another great way is say, saying, I need a title for this piece. Has anybody got any good suggestions? Yeah, that's a good idea. I know you'd hate, I know you'd hate that. I, I wouldn't want anyone like to... like doing that bit. I, I find it a very no. personal thing to my art, but I do get that, and I think that's great. It was a great way of art. It's a great way of, um, like you say, getting your audience involvement, and they feel involved in your work, and they might even buy it because they've titled it. You never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't, I've got no problem with that at all. Like you say, you know, it's absolutely fine to get ideas from other people. It really is. I just think don't 
don't not title it at all if you can possibly help it because that's so boring <laughs> it's like having a dog and calling it dog <laughs> you know I, I think, think I think though you only need like if you're just posting stuff up on um, social media and yeah. you've just done a piece you don't really need it just you know for that necessarily you only need it really when you're intending to sell it don't you or when it's about to go on your website or whatever so yeah. I don't necessarily think, especially if you're just if you're just painting, if you've just been out urban sketching, you don't need a title for your urban sketch. Oh no, that's totally different. Oh my gosh, yeah. no, 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 no. God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't title any of my sketches, not at all. That's different. If you have, if you've got a sketchbook, just um, no, it, it, I wouldn't do anything it's like that. It's more paintings I might, to sell, isn't it? Yeah, paintings that you're going to sell. That's what I mean. I'm not talking about urban sketching yeah no yeah. not at all no so have you got any more ideas on that on <clears throat> no i think i'm done i think i'm done and funny enough you know i said it's like getting a dog and call it calling it dog it's just made yeah. me realize how much thought i put into even my dog's name <laughs> oh did you yeah well we because we have a labrador as you know tara and his name yeah. is sherlock yeah and you know i came up with sherlock because i used i painted um a painting of a bear at the time which i had named sherlock and that i won't go into why i'd called that painting sherlock um but i used the money i sold the painting for to buy the dog so that was one part of ah, it but also yeah. because the dog being a labrador loves investigating loves sniffing about basically a detective so that's why i called him sherlock so yeah anything like that i put in so much thought you know yeah, uh, we got us after the TV. Did you? <laughs> we, we used we used to watch we used to watch this program, which I can't remember what it was called now. Um, but it was kind of it was about AI actually. My little girl was it? <laughs> it was it was sort of about detectives, but it was in a world where sort of they've got these systems now who could recognise people everywhere, and these sort of behind the scenes organisations knew what everybody was doing and stuff like this. Yeah. And um, but one of the guys had this dog, and it it wasn't a German Shepherd, but it looked similar to a German Shepherd. But the dog's name was Bear, and I remember saying to him, "Oh, I love that name." Yeah, that That's is a why, cute name. That's why a dog is called Bear. Yeah, that is cute. Yeah. And anyway, shall we go on to our question? Yes. Last, we had last week. Our last question was: If you could invite one VIP guest to your own show, dead or alive, anyone at all, who would it be, and why? So I've got Carrie is artsy. David Bowie, the man was all round talented. Singer, songwriter, actor and artist himself. I couldn't think of a better person to invite. All that and I'm just a huge fan. Do you know, I, when I was um, younger, very, very yeah. much younger, I remember the Labyrinth. Do you remember the Labyrinth film coming yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. And he used to wear these tights. I was quite a big fan of him in his tights, I must admit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's when I became a huge fan. Anyway, carry mm. on. Your, your turn. Yeah. Okay. I've got Billy Shinnera. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci was all, has always fascinated me because he was so forward-thinking for his time and his interests were so vast. I imagine him to be interesting to converse with. Yeah, I bet. Uh, P.W. Marcus, Leonardo da Vinci, again, um, of course. Can you think of anyone else who could combine a discussion of art and science and the changes to the world in a more considered way? I imagine he would be incredibly fascinating and excited by how much he imagined has 
come to pass and how those inventions and ideas have changed the world. I've got Susanna Larson, Vincent Price, the ultimate classy guy. He knew everything about food, wine, art, film, theatre, and he was an absolute gentleman. I've got Ryan Twittle. Mary Blair, her style was the basis of all that I loved as a child, and to this day, her art has a way of transporting me back to my childhood. I've got Hilary Milner, David Bowie, another David Bowie, just because he's David Bowie and he wears those lovely tights that she doesn't say that she has, <laughs> and he was able to reinvent himself over and over again. <laughs> Uh, Andy W. Art, I would love to have chatted with Korean artist Kim Jung-ji about his techniques, work and his humour. Such a mind-blowing talent and a true drawing master. Sadly, he died last year, gone far too soon. Do you know what I've realised, Tara? Which I'm shocked about, is nobody said Sandra and Tara. Oh my God. I mean, what's going on? You'd think we'd be way more interesting than David Bowie and Leonardo da Vinci. (laughs) Yeah. I'd have to start wearing tights. (laughs) I've always fancied um, having, not wearing tights, I've always fancied having dinner with uh, someone like Brian Cox, Stephen Fry. Who? Brian Cox. You know Brian Cox? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, and Stephen Fry. Someone like that. Oh, imagine how fascinating that would be. I'd really love yeah, that. they would be good. No, no, yeah. Neither of them are artists, but I just think they're amazing. They'll be interesting. Very interesting, sh- yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, go on. I've got a new question. I haven't got it, so I don't know what it is. Oh, have you not got it? Okay. Oh, you, Well, not right. on this bit of paper. Oh, okay, yeah. so... Right, this, this question, you've got a, a while to answer this one. We'll explain why in a minute. The question is... You have created a piece of art featuring a person peering into a mirror with a very confused look on their face. What do you title it and why? So you've created a piece of art featuring a person peering into a mirror with a confused look on their face. What do you title it and why? And if you can't think of anything, always use AR. (laughs) No, I'll tell you what, I'm going to make a rule here. No AI allowed. (laughs) It's got to be your own title. (laughs) There's no prize involved, so why do they care? Well, I think the prize is just thinking, I did that all by myself. But we're having a break, aren't we, Tara? Because Tara, she's going away to, where are you going, Tara? Uh, we're going away to the East Coast. So, um, yeah, and we we were actually going to... We had decided we were going to try and record um, two or three podcasts really close together t- to try and fit them all in. And then we thought, you know what? Let's not do that because it's too rushed. You won't have time to answer any of the questions because we won't be able to put them up. So we thought, you know what? Let's have a break. Um And we're going to be back on the 24th of July. So that will be when our next um, podcast airs. Um, And that gives you plenty of time to come up with an amazing title. Yeah, and can I just say, if anyone's planning to burgle my house, I'll actually be back before this thingy airs, this podcast (laughs) airs. I don't think anyone's going to burgle you, unless they want to steal all your paintings, maybe. Yeah, they might do. Mm. Anyway, if you want to answer that question you can let us know in the facebook group which if you haven't done i strongly suggest you join we'll also put the question up on the facebook page and on instagram which is kicking the creatives 
And we hope that gave you the kick in the creatives you needed. Don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And of course, there you can also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we would be so grateful if you would leave us a little review on iTunes or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. Also, just a quick one here. If you have a specific topic you would like us to touch on or you'd like us to talk about feel free to give us an email because we love hearing ideas about you know what people want the kind of subjects they want to hear about so yeah you can always email us and let us know um if you want to find either myself or tara online i'm on instagram as sandra.busby um and i'm on uh, my website at sandrabusbyart.com tara what about you yeah yeah if you if you want to find me you can go to tararoskellart.com that's my website i'm on instagram and facebook and pinterest and youtube and everywhere else as tara roskell art and also don't forget to check out and subscribe to our king the creatives newsletter to keep up with the challenges you do that by going over to our website and there's a, a little box on the side and a pop-up and also we've released a course which is all about how to create characters and cartoons you can find the link to the course on the website or you can go to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash cartoon course where you can find out a bit more and if you would like to help support us here at kick and the creatives you can now do so by buying us a coffee of course it doesn't really go on coffee it goes on the it just helps towards the cost of running this whole kick in the creatives and you can find the link to that on our website and if you can't help us in that way there are other things you can do that help um, you can share our episodes with other creatives or write us a nice review it all helps so we really appreciate any support you can give but that's it and we will be back on the 24th of july yep see you soon see ya bye thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on itunes 